in Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms to take the show with you anywhere. And yes, folks, don't forget about it on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. Our podcast is, you say it, everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. 
Make sure you check us out on your favorite podcasting platform. Usually up about 20 minutes after each program ends. And uh, we've got, uh, especially since we've been here at um, 106.1, we've got every podcast uh, in a library for you. Uh, you go back to the iHeartRadio app if you want to go way back uh, to, again, 1280. I'm not sure you can find them at 990 or 690. But, uh, you know, if you can, let me know. I'd like to know where they are as well. But, again, the podcasts are available for you. Uh, Sean Vazan was absolutely fabulous today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Th- thought nothing less. If you missed it this afternoon, tonight at 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLA-TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and uh, but we got a great show for you today. Been looking to this for a while. Uh, of course, Gary Smith comes in in just a few minutes. Uh, he'll be talking um, uh, UNO and Tulane, and we talk a lot, a lot of the local um, uh, schools with uh, with Gary. Uh, of course, Wave Report and Old.com, and of course, The Advocate. Mike Scarborough of TigerMate.com will update us on the Tigers. Uh, May 1st is come and gone, so again, uh, no more... Uh, uh, Getting in the transfer portal and having an opportunity to be able to be immediately um, uh, academically, uh, immediately eligible. I don't say academically, immediately eligible to be able to play. Um, you have to sit out a year. And then Chris Landry from Landry Football, a longtime NFL scout, consultant for NFL teams when it comes to scouting, both again, pro scouting and college scouting. Um, he's a guy that um, I did radio with, uh, you know, years and years and years ago. He's always been a, been a big part of. Uh, what we do when it comes to draft or after the draft, and he's been so busy. We were trying to get him on uh, for the like the last two and a half, three weeks, but he's just been so busy. So we we had we had we had uh, settled on again him coming on after the draft and doing a synopsis of what the Saints did and of course the league did. Chris is going to join us this afternoon uh, at 5:15, and so you want to catch on Chris on our program as well. Uh, a big happy birthday to my producer uh, Rudy Dixon, uh, born on Cinco de Mayo. Uh, happy birthday, Rudy! Uh, Rudy works on his birthday. Well, so do I. But again, Rudy works on his birthday. Happy birthday to you, Rudy. And, of course, a big celebratory day today, right, with, again, Cinco de Mayo uh, and, of course, the, uh, the first day of the second weekend of Jazz Fest, the last weekend of Jazz Fest. And, of course, if you want to celebrate uh, when you get out of the um, – when you get out of the, the gates of Jazz Fest, or again, if you're getting off of work now and you're thinking, man, where am I going to go? Let me tell you right now. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, if you're in Metairie, two-for-one margaritas for you. Get started right there. If you're in the quarter, Mambo's, two-for-one margaritas over at Mambo's. So, we, again, uh, two spots where, again, if you want to get it cranked up, get it started, uh, you can head on over there for, again, uh, again buy one, get one free, two-for-one uh, margaritas. So uh, at either Bobby A. Bears in Metairie or Mambo's in the quarter. Speaking of, again, don't forget about my friends at Old New Orleans Cookery. It's at 205 Bourbon Street, open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. you got to get over there and try it, folks. I'm just telling you right now, uh, and, and, and a fantastic menu for you with Cajun Creole um, uh, menu items that are second to none, but also, again, other things on that menu. Uh, and that's the one thing I like about what the Beta Brothers do. Yes, again, they, they, they concentrate on Cajun Creole cuisine, but there's always something for everyone on their menu because folks are coming in from out of town. Some, some like it, some don't, uh, so it gives them a choice. Uh, there's a beautiful courtyard to dine in. Uh, again, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Uh, the picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street are fantastic if you love to do people watching. And then, of course, thinking about having a private party on Bourbon Street, 
two Bourbon Street balconies with private private um, restrooms. Uh, these are adjoin these are uh, also adjoining private rooms that you can have um, uh, your next event. Look, it's beautiful. The the rooms are are large rooms, and then as you walk out of the room to the left is your private restroom. As you walk straight toward the toward the the, the big picture windows, old French Quarter windows. You, you open those up, and, of course, it opens up into not one but two Bourbon Street balconies. So just a beautiful event space. And, look, on days where, again, they don't have an event and, and, it's, and it's, you know, it's crowded where there's a line, they, they usually open up the, the, second, uh, the second and third floors uh, to be able to be able to dine in as well. Hey, family-friendly. Uh, also, if you're looking for, for a place for date night, maybe you're trying to close that deal. Uh, if you're looking for a wonderful dining experience, think about Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, find out more at nolacookery.com because it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, let's jump into it. Our good friend Gary Smith uh, of uh, nola.com, The Wave Report, and, of course, The Advocate. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you're a Tulane fan and you're not subscribed to The Wave Report, you're behind. All I can say is, is you're not keeping up with your team. And, uh, of course, it's the most comprehensive website, again, that's out there when it comes to Tulane Athletics. Uh, you're finding out things that are happening within the programs first, even before it gets, uh, in a lot of cases, on NOLA.com. So if you're a true Tulane fan, you've got to be able to be able to subscribe to Gary's website. Of course, that's the Wave Report. Gary joins us on the program now. Gary, how are you? Doing well, Eric. Doing well. And, and just, just to add to your point, you can go to the, the Wave Report right now and find my projected two-deep depth chart sometimes three deep at every position for the Tulane spring football team. I said spring football team for the fall. I saw a complaint on another message board that, you know, that I hadn't really addressed that in, in, at NOAA.com and the advocate. And that's true. I don't really do a lot of the nuts and bolts. It's more featurey type coverage, particularly in the spring and changes in the fall. But uh, so yeah, that, 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 that's your one source for that, for that information. This is based on, I saw eight of the 15 spring practices and I'm, I'm pretty confident not everything's going to be right but most of the stuff's going to mm-hmm. be right so if you want to see exactly where how Tulane's depth chart is, it, it, it was looking at the end of spring at, at, at every position the wavereport.com is the place to go beautiful um well, and i'm going to ask mike scarborough this this kind of this question as well because it's timely may 1st mm-hmm. a couple of days ago that was the last day to be able to transfer and to be able to uh transfer without having to set up the year um at this point Willie Fritz pretty much done with again bringing in players, and then it doesn't look like anybody is defecting at this point, right? Yeah, they've had they've had a couple of players that have that did enter the the portal, um, but those are your typical guys that enter the portal who weren't guaranteed any 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 playing time. A, a name that's familiar, Cabarrus Hall, who had a huge interception at Southern Miss two years ago, almost returned it for a touchdown when Tulane was trailing big in the first quarter. Totally changed that game, turned into a route. Looked like a guy who would develop into an excellent starter. Then got hurt. It never and, and and he never this spring he was never at the top of the depth chart. He he entered the portal. Um, Will the, the the surprise and and it only lasted about two hours. Will Will um, Wallace tight end who caught a touchdown in the spring game. He entered the portal this week um, and then changed his mind about two hours later and came back. That would have been the first move. Really, any player that Tulane would have lost that actually might be a contributor or or a definite contributor in, in the fall. So yeah, Tulane's in in good shape. They you know, they're bringing in two two offensive linemen, um, one Prince Pines. I I still haven't actually gotten a hundred percent confirmed, but it's been reported by other sources outside of the state. He had committed to Oklahoma State out of the portal, changed his mind to come to Tulane. He's a guy that could start. Um, that and, and that's offensive line is a position where Tulane definitely needs an upgrade. So 
uh, yeah, they, 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 they've done well. Obviously, they had the four big transfers that came in for, for spring practice um, uh, that, that are, that are going to that should help them immensely too. So yeah, Tulane definitely is, has come out on the plus side of the uh, of the transfer portal deal this year. And especially what you and I have discussed, I mean, it seems like almost every time we were on, uh, which is what I think a lot of people in the city is excited about because we're hoping this is going to be a trend now. Where, again, mm-hmm. players that move on to other universities, maybe bigger yep. universities who don't make it, don't have the playing time, or are homesick, Tulane is an option for them now. And uh, the, Willie Fritz did really well in the transfer pool in wooing those guys back to New Orleans. No, no question. Because, yeah, three of the four guys – had New Orleans connections um, that that came back every yeah you know, and uh, and that's huge. I mean, um, Ashad Clayton um, will be an, should be an impact running back for Tulane in the fall. He was a guy that really didn't give Tulane much consideration coming out at a at a high school at Warren Easton. Um, and what Patrick Jenkins, the defensive lineman, um, is going to be a starter for sure uh, on the inside after after being in the in, at, at Texas Christian, it, the, another New Orleans product. Yeah, those are the guys. Um, and he did consider Tulane coming out of high school, but uh, those are the guys. And yeah, Billy Fritz has mentioned it over and over. Sometimes the grass isn't greener on the other side; it's just green, <laughs> which it is yeah. in New Orleans too. <laughs> and and uh, and and he he he's being. It, 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 it could be a trend. If these guys have a good experience uh, in, in New Orleans, you got to think that it's going to continue down the road. Well, you know, I've had this discussion many, many years with my buddy Scott Craig when, when we were on the radio together. He gets a little frustrated and upset with guys that want to leave the city, leave the state, and head elsewhere. But a lot, again, I've always said, look, first of all, they're 18-year-old kids. In a lot of yeah. cases, it's hard for them to make up their minds. But sure. some of these kids have never been outside of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you've never been, had a chance to travel, even get on an airplane in some cases, to travel elsewhere, and then all of a sudden you're on your recruiting visits and you're getting a chance to go see other parts of the country, look, I, I can't blame mm-hmm. a kid for wanting to be able to go somewhere else and experience something new. Yeah, a lot of times you really don't know what you're missing until until you miss it. I mean, it, it really is. I you'll never find me downgrading anybody for wanting to go out of state to 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 play football when they it, it, it you, you know you don't know until you've tried something whether you're mm-hmm. going to like it. A lot of times, and and, and that's the situation there. Um, it's just, but it, look again. When you're coming off a two and ten football season, I can't remember too many coaches in Tulane's past that could have been coming off a two and ten football season and been able to attract guys like that to, to come back. It right. really does. Say no, a that, lot that's about a great point. That, that is a great point. But you know what? That's an anomaly. Okay, mm-hmm. the, they have one of the toughest schedules yeah. in all of college football, and, and you, you you can't be in a situation where Tulane is where they're trying to build a program, and then what was it? Four teams that were ranked. Okay, yeah. that you had to take on with it within, and and one of those were were, in, were inside of your um, in your conference, but the other ones were non-conference games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and all ten teams that Tulane lost to went to bowl games. I mean, when did that there ever happen? There you go. Happen? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, not, I don't like, think you can be down on the Tulane program right now. I, now again, yeah. this can't be two weeks, two two can't be two games, two years. I'm yeah. sorry, two years in a row. Right. You can't you can't have the situation two years in a row, Willie Fritz, but. I think that he's, he's, he's again, he ha, he deserves the opportunity to be able to, again, uh, reset over at Tulane. No doubt yeah. about it. Hey, a big, big week this week for, for the baseball team, mm-hmm. uh, especially, again, midweek. Uh, UNO's got a really good baseball team, as we talked about in this program. Tulane beats UNO 6-5. Uh, the Pelican Cup goes back to uh, goes back to Tulane for this year. Um, and, um, you know, look, these midweek games for, for all of the schools within the state are huge. And especially, again, when you get a, little, a bit of a rivalry between Tulane and UNO. 
Yeah, no, it was, it was really big for Tulane. It's funny. It was bigger for Travis Jewett than it was for anybody else because Tulane's lineup, Tulane almost has nobody in their lineup who was on the team playing two years ago, especially with Ethan Groff suffering a thumb injury that will knock him out for the year over the weekend. Um, and, and Tulane, Tulane and UNO only played once last year. Tulane won it. They didn't play at all two years ago in the pandemic when the pandemic canceled the season. But Travis Jewett had had no success against UNO um, from 2017 to 2019, and the pressure was mounting on him. Um, so it was a big deal for him to, 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 to get the Pelican Cup. Tulane got blown out by UNO in the first game this year um, at Maestri Field, won a close game in the second game at Maestri Field, and then got the job done on six to five the other night, a lot of energy in the game. Kind of an interesting note that I just found out today. Chandler Wells, Tulane's freshman pitcher in for Zach DeVito, their closer who's also out for the mm-hmm. year with an elbow injury. Uh Jeez. Got himself in a little trouble when he did a bow at the end of the eighth inning um with a three run lead after striking a guy out. You and those players were pretty chapped about it. <laughs> and then they almost came back and, and won. They, they got three hits, two runs, had a guy on second base with Amani Larry, one of their best hitters at the plate, when he, when he struck him out at the end of the game. But uh, Travis Jewett told me today that uh, Chandler Welch actually thought the game was over at the time, um, which that's not a good scene either. <laughs> no. I mean, but he's a young guy. He was, you know, they just found out that their closers out for the year. But Chandler Welch thought the game was over when he did that move. Trust me this, he'll never do anything like that again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a safe assumption. He's not a bad kid. He just got caught up in the moment, didn't realize he was having to come back out for the for the ninth inning. And it, 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 it almost uh, – it, it, I don't think Tulane would have ever lived it down <laughs> if UNO had come back in the ninth yes. inning on that. But it was, it was a big deal for, for Tulane to get them. Mm-hmm. They, they revived the Pelican Cup in 2018, and UNO won it in 2018-2019, winning five of six from Tulane. Blake Dean has a heck of a program there with not a lot to work with in terms of yes. money and that. He's doing a good job. And, and Tulane needed, really needed to, to win that series this year, and, and they got it done. Tulane 28 and 17 and 1, 9 and 6 in, in the American. They're in fourth place right now. Cincinnati on top uh, at home this weekend. But you mentioned the injuries. How big are those injuries that are going to affect this team going forward? Uh, they're huge. There's no way to get around it. Um, yeah, they, I mean, Ethan Groff was going to be the American Athletic Conference Player of the Year. He's hitting over 400. There was nobody even close to him for a while. His freshman teammate, Jackson Lynn, was a distant second. Um, so you, you don't, and he's an excellent right fielder. So you don't replace that. That That's not going to happen. And Zach DeVito, he was on pace when Tulane was winning a lot earlier this year to set the school record for saves in a single season. He, he had nine. Um, he, he, um, he, he's, he, he's an excellent. They don't have anybody that can throw 95 miles an hour. That being said, it's a youth oriented lineup. They started four freshmen against UNO, including Gavin Scholes, the Holy Cross product in New Orleans native who had an excellent game at shortstop. And uh, there was a lot of energy in that game. And, and we'll see. Sometimes, you know, the players are all saying the right things. They're, they're talking about how they want to play for Ethan Groff and Zach DeVito, and they've got an extra charge in them now because they feel so bad about those guys being out. So they really didn't have any margin for error the rest of the way. They may have to win out to go or 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 the, or the, or win the conference tournament to get an NCAA regional bid but 
they really do have a talented freshman class. So like I said, four freshman starters who who accounted for four hits, three um, five runs, and three RBIs against UNO. Two of their right. three members of their weekend rotation are, are freshmen, and uh, Chandler Welch, who closed out the UNO game as a freshman, too. Those guys have a lot of energy, so let's see what happens. This is still a talented team. Um, they're not the same team without Ethan Gross in the lineup, but T.O. Banks, who was a, one of their highest recruits in years and years, came in. He had a thumb injury, missed almost the whole season. He was back. He had a double and a great catch and right field replacing Ethan Gross. So it, it's doable. Um, we'll just have to see. They, they've they they really like I said they really have no margin for error in their in their last ten games they might they might have to win them all <laughs> that that's right. even in the best of times that's not very easy but the the other key is no but you never know things are going to play with the rest you of the conference know, and, too and, and getting into a good frame of mind for the conference tournament mm-hmm. Tulane's imminently capable of winning the AAC tournament because there's no dominant team in the league this year um, yes. and and so they, they they've got three weeks left to to try to get into their into their best form and, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I missed this one a while back. Before we get off of Tulane, I want to talk Tulane basketball mm-hmm. for a minute. Uh, they got uh, Madison Preps Percy Daniels to uh, to, to come to to, um, to Tulane uh, after leaving Seton Hall. Big get for yeah. for for the Wave. What six nine? Um, uh, yeah. Was it power forward? Yeah, he's a good player. Um, I, I honestly, I missed it too at the time. It happened when I was out. Of, I, I, I was asleep at the wheel when 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 he when he committed. I, we had another writer write it up in our, in, our, in our paper. Mm-hmm. But he, it, Tulane doesn't need. First of all, I'm assuming Jalen Cook is coming back. He he, you know, he applied for the NBA draft, but he's. Uh, he's not going to get drafted. I, he's not I, drafted. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. If if he yeah. doesn't return, if he returns, mm-hmm. this is a team that is capable of making the NCAA tournament next year, or at least in that caliber. And Percy Daniels, that they, they obviously anybody who watched him knew they needed another a, a big man who can play. Yes. And and Percy Daniels fits that description. And uh, with with the parts they have returning, um, they're in good shape. They did lose a guy, and I, I um, Devon Baker, who uh, kind of replaced Cook in the starting lineup when Cook was injured at the end of the year and had a really good AAC tournament after an inconsistent regular season. He mm-hmm. entered the portal. That's not like a devastating loss, but I was a little surprised. Uh, he certainly would have been part of the role, um, part, you know, part of the rotation next year. And uh, Calvin Sampson, Houston coach, was really impressed with him. He, he said mm-hmm. afterwards he thought Devon Baker could have a heck of a year next year. But that's just the reality in, 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 in modern sports. You, you're, you're not going to keep everybody. Um, right. and, Has and, he transferred think, to another, another school already? Is he, is he... He is not. He's just in the portal. He is not. Okay. He has well, one year. You, know, you never know. We, we, still, we, saw, we saw Miles Brennan come back, right, uh, yeah. at LSU. Yeah. You never know. Sure. It, it happens. You never know. Hey, how about how about the uh, the privateers? Twenty three and nineteen, nine and mm-hmm. nine. They're 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 in a four, they're in fourth place, but it's a three way tie with uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe a four way tie. No, yeah. three way tie with Northwestern, uh, yeah. also uh, Southeastern, and and UNO. They got incarnate word this weekend. Talk about the privateers. Normally, I would say with two weeks left in the season because that's all they have left because they have an expanded conference tournament format, so they're ending early. Um, that you, if you're behind two teams by three games, that you don't have much of a shot but that league has been such a crapshoot all all year long with at one point the best record in the league was seven and six one game over 500 i think uno does have a shot clearly blake dean still believes it because uno used 
after their starter got knocked out against Tulane, they used three pitchers that aren't in their rotation. I mean, in, in their reliever rotation, because he didn't want to waste a single bullet because um, they want to sweep Incarnate Word this weekend. Incarnate Word's tied for last. I think if UNO gets the sweep at home over Incarnate Word, which they're eminently capable of, who knows? All those front runners might lose two out of three this weekend. UNO might be tied for first <laughs> mm-hmm. going into yeah, it's, the it's a, it's a really there. close um, uh, standings when you talk about the, what's going on in the South. can beat every other one of those teams. They're incredibly yes. even. Um, so I, I, I definitely – UNO is a talented team. Again, it, it all boils down to pitching. If their pitcher – if their starting pitcher can go about four or five innings and not give give up five or six runs, UNO's got a great chance to win every game they play in, in, in that league. That that's going to be the key for them down the stretch and then in the mm-hmm. in the conference tournament. Uh, catching you off guard here. Are you are you a horse racing fan? No, do you, do you I do watch the, the Kentucky Derby. I actually do mm-hmm. watch it, but I couldn't tell you a thing about who's in it um, yeah. or, 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 or that. I, I, you know what? I catch up on the Kentucky Derby on Saturday during that four-hour preview show. <laughs> yes. And, 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 then, and, then I'm, and then I'm up for the rest of the season. But, no, I don't have a horse in the deal at this point. I, I'm at a horse track on the day of the Kentucky mm-hmm. Derby, but it's the New Orleans Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. For jazz okay. fest, so yeah. you know that's that's uh, my that's my right. contribution to horse. Yeah, yep, that that's 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 about me too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, tell us about your fantastic site. How yeah. folks can subscribe and what you got coming up for us uh, uh, at Nola dot com, the Times Picayune, and the Advocate. Sure, it's the waverport.com, tulane.rivals.com. Um, I'm not, also, I mentioned the, 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 the two deep depth chart for, for football. Also, every uh, talk to four players after Tulane's big win uh, in, in the Pelican Cup against UNO on Tuesday and Travis Jewett, every word, all four of them uttered plus Jewett is, is on, that, on that website. And I'm actually, I'm putting the finishing touches. Tulane made a change, a, a change they needed to make um, against UNO. They moved Trevor Minder from shortstop to third base and put in the Gavin Schultz, the Holy Cross, um, product freshman at, at shortstop because um, Trevor Minder had just been making too many throwing errors and it seemed to be really affecting him mentally. And uh, story on how Jewett actually approached him and asked him if he was willing to make the change. And Trevor Minder said, "Absolutely, I want to do anything I can to, to to help this team win." So after playing third base the previous two years and then moving to shortstop, he moved back to third base. Tulane made no errors against UNO. Trevor Minder made an outstanding catch in foul territory in a key situation in the eighth inning near the pitcher's mound and the wall, which I don't think any other third baseman on the team would have been able to make. And again, that, that was that was a pride thing for him. I mean, shortstop is where you obviously want to play if you're an infielder. <laughs> and that's where he'd always played until he came to Tulane. Mm-hmm. But he said he had but he, he he thinks Schultz is a great kid. He was happy about the move and, and, and is not gonna it's not gonna be a problem at all. So that story will be up on the advocate website in the next couple of hours. Always look forward to it. Always look forward to our conversations each and every week. Thanks so much for your time. At Gary Smith on Twitter. Have a great weekend, Gary. Thanks for having me on the show. Always. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Man, we got to be in the 90s. I mean, I'm telling you, it is summer, okay? It may say May 5th on the calendar, but it is summer. Uh, and the worst thing that to happen to anybody is, again, to be in a house in the city of New Orleans in South Louisiana, I don't care where you live, uh, and to not have air conditioning. And, and I'm telling you right now, my friends at Burkhart, they will do everything possible to make sure, again, that you don't go to sleep tonight uh, 
uh, with, again, not having cool air in your home. It's, it's about the customer service with Burkhart. Uh They'll come out to your home, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home with one of the 15 trucks in the field, emergency after-hours service available as well. Uh, if for some reason they can't get your system up and running, uh, they've done this for me before. Uh, they'll take a, a few of, of the little portable a- AC units, window units, and put it in your home and just, you know, put it in a couple of bedrooms, maybe a living room if, if, if they got uh, enough to be able to kind of cool you down so, until maybe the next day when they can get whatever part is necessary, uh, you know, to be able to get you up and running. Most of the time the parts are on the truck and they're ready to go. But if for some reason they can't, that's what, that's what they do. It's customer service. And only doing the work that's necessary. Look, I don't know about you. I don't know the inner workings of my air conditioning system. I just don't. I've trusted Burkhoff for 30 years. Okay? But, I mean, again, if you're in a situation where you know, that's one thing. If you don't, man, the peace of mind of knowing that you're never going to be gouged or cheated. I mean, just something to that. Why don't you try Burkhart? Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, uh, Oceana Grill, also um, Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. If you're celebrating Cinco de Mayo and you're getting off of work and you're saying, okay, where can I, where can I get two-for-one margaritas? Well, if you're in, in Metairie, you go to Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, two-for-one two margaritas. If you're in the French Quarter, it's Mambo's, two-for-one margaritas over at Mambo's. So if you're celebrating Cinco de Mayo and you're looking for a place for a, a great margarita, try Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant or Mambo's and get the two-for-one or any of the Oceana family of restaurants with those great mixologists will mix you up at one heck of a margarita to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back with Mike Scalborough of TigerBait.com. Remember, our number two, Chris Landry of Landry Football, is our guest. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. What will you find at Macy's Backstage? Here's a hint. Great gifts for Mother's Day, like her favorite beauty essentials, sparkling jewelry sets, comfy pajamas, and more. Perfect for her special day. Get low prices every day on fab finds at Macy's Backstage. Off price on trend arriving daily. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway with delays stretching on the eastbound side from Stump Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also delays are solid if you're traveling west along the West Bank Expressway from Barataria Boulevard to Avondale. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from St. Bernard to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Causeway to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling along 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high-rise. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. 
answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Don't miss Luke Combs at the New Orleans Jazz Fest on May 5th, only at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. For more info and tickets, visit nojazzfest.com. Another jazz fester for you. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant by uh, TripAdvisor, number one restaurant in Metairie, okay? Um, and today, remember, two-for-one margaritas. Get out there and enjoy them right now. Uh, you can get in there and, of course, enjoy a great meal, uh, hanging out with friends or family. Uh, there's something for everyone on that menu. I've said that before, and I'll tell you, if you haven't been there, uh, again, check out the Mardi Gras pasta. I mean, uh, they got they got a lot. List of some some really great menu items for you, uh, and then the amazing cocktails, which I've said before. Just I mean, the mixologists are second to none. Uh, an incredible beer selection, uh, TVs everywhere, over thirty plus TV screens available for you um, to be able to check out your favorite sporting events. Uh, news also, if you're going there for lunch or dinner, is on, on as well. Uh, but you'll never miss a blight. And then of course the memorabilia is second to none. I mean, I'm telling you. You'd go to Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. It's like walking through a museum. 
with some of the one of the one of a kind memorabilia items. Look, the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. That's what Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is. They're open seven days a week. They're open late, okay, uh, and of course they're open for lunch and dinner. Forty one hundred one veterans at Lake Villa, and uh, today for Cinco de Mayo they are celebrating with two for one margaritas. But that's every single Thursday. So that's, again, part of their specials they have every Thursday. But go on in and, again, try what I've been telling you now for years. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. So good. All right, Joe, I want to thank uh, Gary Smith for joining us on the program. As mentioned, uh, Chris Landry, Landry Football, will join us at 5.15 this afternoon. We'll be talking a lot about the Saints. and the, But right now, let's turn our attention to the LSU Tigers. His website, again, second to none when it comes to uh, LSU athletics. Uh, he's expanded that now on digital platforms that make it, again, e- even more of a value if you want to be a subscriber. TigerBait.com's Michael Scarborough. Mike Scarborough joins us on the program. Mike, how are you, bud? Hey, Eric. Glad to be with you, man. Good to have you, Mike. First of all, May 1st is coming and gone, and uh, no more defections, but there's a bit, obviously a big change now because anybody that defects now has got to sit out a year, right? Yeah, and um, it, it was kind of shocking to um, – I mean, you don't want to name names, but, I mean, it, 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 you could probably look at the LSU roster and, and see some guys that have been in the program for two or three years that uh, really haven't made any move on the depth chart. And, you know, you might be thinking, you know, that who might be good uh, possibilities to put their name in the uh, transfer portal, and, and LSU had none at the last minute. So um, – you know, a part of me believes that that's because you've you've got a roster full of kids that are thoroughly buying into what Brian Kelly's putting together. Uh, I would agree. And, and look, I talked about it on the TV show today. Uh, he's empowering these players to take a leadership role within the program and uh, to kind of police their own. He's setting the foundation now. And I mean, if if you're a player. And you, and you love LSU, and, and you want to be part of this. Obviously, that's one thing. If you're a player and you want to be seen, and maybe you can't get up that depth chart, maybe, again, you're thinking about greener pastures. But uh, if you're part of this right now, you got to feel there's got to be something special brewing up in Baton Rouge. I think a lot of people that, that, again, I've talked to feel the same way, that this is the beginning of something really, really good that's going to be sustainable uh, under, under Brian Kelly. No doubt. It's just um... – Look, the guy just oozes confidence uh, beyond just his resume and the fact that he's won everywhere. Um, and I think on top of that, between the new strength and conditioning coach, Flint, and uh, what uh, he's done with those guys in, in four months has is, 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 is been staggering. Um, and then position by position, his coaching staff. Uh, and like you said, um, you know, having leadership committees and and, and all that I, I I think these kids are, are uh, want to be a part of it and, and they know that uh, something's something big can go their way if if, if they follow uh, all the uh, details of his program what's the latest in terms of recruiting for the LSU Tiger football team well they're all close uh, I know coach Polian spent several days in East Texas, then he's in Utah. Uh, coaches are, are venturing out all over the country in the state of Louisiana. Uh, Brian Kelly, of course, is on the TAF tour uh, stop. I know they were in Shreveport and I think Lafayette last night. Um, and I think well, they got a couple other uh, here in the next week. So um, a lot of recruiting, spring evaluation period. Uh, a lot of high schools have already started 
their spring football practices. Um, so that's when you'll see a lot of college coaches on sidelines. And I think that's one of the things that I'm really interested in is to see uh, what possible new names or high school kids that we've been following uh, either might get their uh, offer uh, upgraded to committable. Uh, you know, there's probably five or six kids that the previous staff offered that I don't believe have a committable offer from this staff. Um, and then I also think there's probably some kids that um, uh, can, can earn an offer either through the spring evaluation period or at the uh, the various camps that he's got next month. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is with us. He'll tell you more about that as we wrap up today's uh, interview. Mike, a um, couple of um, – of, uh, uh, there's a, there was a meeting today in, in uh, Washington with um, – uh, representatives from the SEC and I believe another conference, uh, I think I think it was the Big Ten, about NIL. Ross Dellinger did a big article this week on NIL, uh, again, where, again, they're, they're, they're trying to, to, to uh, again, kind of put some parameters on, on this um, in, in terms of, again, maybe keeping boosters out of it and, and again, maybe putting more regulations on it. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of folks within, within the college athletics would like to see a federal law to ultimately oversee this that supersedes what the NCAA is going to do because, again, they've been lost in the weeds on this one. Uh, talk a little bit about what you know about the changes that, that at least are, are being bandered about with NIL. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know how uh, you can get the uh, House of Representatives and the Senate to come together and create a federal law that's going to regulate capitalism. Why aren't they doing that for young golfers who are pros? Why aren't they doing that for tennis players uh, who've been playing tennis since they were 14 years old and playing in Wimbledon? You know, to me, it's capitalism. And the, uh, the genie's out of the bag. I mean, it, 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 I, I don't know how, if you can unstuff it. it, it, it um, or, or, you know. Yeah, you can I, put I it, the genie back in the bottle, right? Yeah, genie back in the bottle. I just don't see how you can do it. I, I really mm-hmm. don't. And, um. Uh, and, and probably anything they would put together uh, would be found unconstitutional if it's challenged in court. I mean, What's that, interesting that, is here in the state of Louisiana, the law is being changed now. Again, they're, they're, it's actually being discussed within the Louisiana legislature this session to change the Louisiana law to make it easier for NIL and to make it easier for LSU to be involved in NIL, something that, again, other universities have a leg up on them within the SEC, and that's expected to pass in this session and be signed by the governor. Yeah, well, uh and then you've got the LHSAA that's uh, approved NIL. Um, I, I think this thing's going to take several years for it to get fine-tuned. Um, you know, you're going to think your your state's on top of it, and then another state uh, is not going to have it right, or they're going to have something that's more beneficial to the, uh, the, the universities that are in their state than others. So um, I, I don't... I don't, I don't and I, I, I don't know how you fix that. Uh, um, you know, maybe in that regard, you can come up with a federal plan. But any of this uh, talk out there on the fringes about a salary cap and all this kind of stuff, good luck with that. You're going to end up in, uh, heading all the way to the Supreme Court. Yep. Well, I, would, I, would, I would not doubt that at all, especially, again, because these kids have got a little taste of the money already. Well, I'll tell you no, what. It's, um, it's, it's, it's what the, Eric, it's what the market bears. If, if somebody right. wants 
pay Eric Asher $15 million a year to do a radio show, um, then that's what the market I'll take it. Bears. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, i tell you what, uh, I don't want to get too deep in it because, again, this is really for another show. We only got a couple minutes left. But Matt McMahon has done a nice job in rebuilding this program very, very quickly, huh? Man, it's unbelievable, Eric. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, you know, what he's doing today, getting K.J. Williams, uh, the, the mm-hmm. Ohio Valley Conference Player of the Year. You're, you're talking about a six foot ten guy, big body, uh, 18 points a game. You know, initially it was like, man, uh, everybody left. Who's he going to have? You know, how bad are they going to be? And now you start to look at that roster and you start thinking that the chances of them finishing in the upper half of the SEC are starting to look uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, so now you, it, you're kind of like, well, what, 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 uh, you know, the only thing you're waiting on is the NCAA to finally let you know what you're working with. Uh, right, right. Uh, I, I Scholarships, sanctions, et cetera. Right. And then what they said at least that's yeah it could be what six months, uh, and and then the answer could they could take another six months right so it could be a while uh, if, if they if they don't have their ducks in a row on on, on what they're going to do. Um, what, what about this this negative recruiting that, that that's out there that rumor about about Will Wade? You buying into that? No, no, Eric. If it takes them six months, you, you, you they can't uh, at the end of the at the end of the year. Once the basketball season's already started, tell that group of kids that they're yeah, oh, that's unfair. For the NCAA tournament, right, right. No, that's so, unfair. So, I, so I think the kids that he's recruiting now and he's convinced to sign with the program, they're going to be playing in a tournament or have a chance of playing a tournament if they're good enough. It would be that it would be the twenty three twenty four team that's going to mm-hmm. probably get hit. Yep, and hopefully it's just one one year. Hope it's just one season yeah, and that's uh, it, and and maybe just a few scholarships uh, taken away and then move on. You know, especially with, yeah. again, uh, well, you know what I'm waiting on, huh, Mike? I'm waiting on to see what's happening with Kansas. Okay, uh, here at the end, uh, they they, they want to throw the book at LSU. They again, they, they're going after Memphis. I just want to see what's going to happen with Kansas. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. Well, and, uh, it, the it, same it, thing that happened in LSU for the most part happened in Kansas. I think LSU uh, folks have thought that they're going to get two years. Well. You know, uh, you've got a new coach on board. Mm-hmm. So if you extend this thing out beyond another year, or this coach's first year, and then hit him in year two or th- two and three, um, that, that that is really uh, uh, unfair. Yep. Uh, but of course, the man's got it built into his contract. If they get hit, he immediately gets uh, uh, years added on to his deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, but it it hurts know, because you're you're in the process of trying to build the program and get as far away from that as possible. Yeah, you know, so yeah. so I'm I'm with you on that, no no doubt about it. Mike, I know you got to get out early today, so let, let let let's break it off here. Why don't you tell the folks about TigerBait.com, how folks can subscribe, and what you got coming up for us? That's it. Go to TigerBait.com, subscribe. You can try us out for one dollar. Got lots of football recruiting, uh, you know, uh, coming your way. Plus, uh, baseball. Brown has always got a great column. Went up this afternoon about LSU's regional chances and how that's going to play out here in the coming weeks. So we've got it all for you at TigerBait.com. And go to our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on TigerBait. Hit the subscribe button, notification bell there. And you can follow me on Twitter at Scarborough Mike. Mike, we'll pick it up next week. But thanks, as always, for your time. Enjoy Cinco de Mayo, my friend. 
All right, Eric. Thanks, man. Thank you. See you later. That's Mike Guts, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. I'm going to stay with LSU for a moment. Just want to remind everybody about my friend at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, doesn't matter where you live. If you're looking for great prices on tires and the largest selection in the metropolitan area, something for everyone's um, budget. And then, of course, uh, tires and rims. Uh, they got you covered, up to 30 inches. They also can repair your rims. You put money into those rims, man. Don't toss them in the junkyard. Bring them over to Southern Tire. Let them repair them. Uh, get them looking good as new. And then, of course, when it comes to keeping your vehicle on the road, hey, man, Southern Tire's got you covered. Southern Tire, again, ASC certified technician, same as the dealership. And then the diagnostic equipment is second to none. I mean, I've said it before. Tony Piazza uh, has, has gone into the, into the, into the, uh, uh, the tire business in 1972. Uh, their mechanic shop, I will tell you right now, eclipses what you'll see at the dealership in terms of modern equipment. Uh, they've invested in that for their customers. So if you're looking for a place that can keep your vehicle on the road, whether it's your personal vehicle or your fleet account, bring it on over to Southern Tire, especially if it's out of warranty. Uh, again, Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is uh, the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. LSU 30 and 14 in, in the um, in, uh, overall in the SEC. They're 12 and 9. They're in third place in, in the SEC West. They have a huge uh, a huge um, series against Alabama in Tuscaloosa this weekend. Uh, but they're looking like they're going to be a, a regional host. And there are some out there that believe they could be a super regional host if they can get past the regional in Baton Rouge. Uh, right now, Perfect Game has them 14th. USA Today Coaches Poll 19th. Uh, Baseball America has them 20th. D1 Baseball has them 20th. Collegiate Baseball has them 23rd. Uh, so, again, uh, when you look up, when you look at that, at the RPI, they've moved up from 21 to 16. Uh, they're in a four-way tie for third place right now uh, with Auburn, Texas A&M, and Georgia. Uh, so, again, when you look at that right now, the Tigers are shaping up now. Uh, obviously, uh, they got to they got to continue to play well. Uh, maybe win a couple more series uh, leading into the SEC tournament, but. Um, uh, things are looking up for the LSU baseball team. In a year where, again, Jay Johnson coming in and was supposed to be a rebuilding year, right? Uh, and, you know, all, all of a sudden now they're in a situation where uh, a regional is within grasp, which, again, the NCW loves going to Baton Rouge because they sell it out, right? It's all about money. And then the opportunity, again, to be able to, if you advance, to maybe have a super regional in Baton Rouge. And, look, super regional in Baton Rouge usually means a pretty good chance uh, at, at going to Omaha. It's not guaranteed as it was in the Burtman era, but a pretty good chance. So we'll see, again, how the baseball gods look upon LSU going forward. But uh, they're playing pretty good baseball, as is Tulane right now. UNO's playing pretty good baseball. So we'll see how it goes. Now, again, uh, UNO's in the Southland. So it's a one-bid one league. More than likely, Again, the AAC may be a one-bid league as well. They might be able to get two, squeeze two out of that. Um, but um, uh, LSU's on track right now uh, to possibly host a regional and maybe, uh, again, do I dare say super regional, if they can continue on, on this track. So good news, for, good news there uh, for, for the LSU Tigers. All right, we're going to take a break. Remember, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. You're getting off of work, you're saying, man, I need a margarita, okay? I need a margarita right now. It's Cinco de Mayo, and I'm celebrating. 
two-for-one margaritas at Minmetery at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. That is every single Thursday. And today, over at Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, you get two-for-one margaritas there. So, again, looking to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, want to get started, want to hang out at a great place? Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, two-for-one margaritas today over at those restaurants. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll wrap up our number one. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Oh, 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 Improve your gas mileage and save money with fuel system cleaner from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for just $10. Plus, earn double O rewards points and get your next reward even faster. For a clean, lubricated, more efficient fuel system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. Shell V Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus premium gasoline. 
local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Don't forget about the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Final weekend today, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Boss Gags on, on the festival stage tomorrow, closing it out. And, of course, many, many great acts that are available for you to be able to go out and enjoy. Trombone Shorty, uh, The Meters, Chris Isaac, Ricky Lee Jones. Uh, of course, um, uh, we've also got um, uh, Buddy Guy as well as um, Stevie Nicks, all part of, again, the weekend of music. Get out there and enjoy, again, a great weekend of the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Again, um, uh, and, of course, the food, the arts and crafts, second to none. Get out there and enjoy, again, the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival presented by Shell. Today's program is presented by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby A. Bears, and also uh, the Hideout Bar, all part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Chris Landry joins me in the second hour. I'm Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. I'm sick and tired of 
gonna party. I like this gonna party, baby. Two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, great way to take the show with you anywhere, part of our digital platforms. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is, can you say it with me, everybody together, everywhere, anchors on, on our home base. Uh, but again, we're on all podcasting platforms at under, underscore Eric, Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, you'll find that uh, filled with, again, all of our uh, previous previous shows, commentary, and, uh, of course, uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. We post that there as well. Uh, Sean Fazan of Fox 8 Sports was with us today, did a fantastic job. You catch us on a live broadcast every Thursday at 1 o'clock on LE, also live stream on the WLE TV YouTube page. And the rebroadcast start tonight at 6 p.m. on LE, 10 o'clock on WLE TV 2, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, as mentioned, always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and always on the WLA TV YouTube page. So, again, uh, uh, make sure you check out the program. Uh, Sean did a great job uh, breaking it down. I want to thank uh, Gary Smith and Mike Scarborough for joining us in hour number one. We're about six minutes away from um, uh, Chris Landry of Landry Football. And he's going to join us breaking down the Saints draft. Uh, wish another for you five o'clockers coming in. Wish a happy birthday to my producer, uh, Rudy Dixon. He's, uh, what is he, 14 now? Or is it 44? Is it 50, uh, 74? I'm not sure what that he is. But uh, nevertheless, happy birthday to Rudy. Uh, and uh, he's uh, born on Cinco de Mayo. Uh, and those of you that are looking to have a great time on Cinco de Mayo, I uh, tell you right now, I can tell you where to get started. You get started at Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant if you're in Metairie or at Mambo's in the French Quarter, where, again, both are of these Oceana restaurants are having two-for-one margaritas. So two-for-one margaritas for you at uh, Mambo's and also Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Now, at Bobby Bear's, that's every Thursday. So, I mean, don't just think of Cinco de Mayo. It just happens to fall on this. But that's every Thursday. Uh, but over at Mambo's, that is, that is for today. Speaking of, again, the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's, the Hideout Bar, and the Mothership, Oceana Grill. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week. I'm telling you, folks, home in New Orleans, best breakfast. If you love breakfast, and if you're one of those that just enjoys a beautiful breakfast, uh, maybe it's a traditional breakfast for you. Maybe you're looking at those beautiful crepes that uh, that are coming out of that 100-year-old crepe pan over at, um, over at Oceana. Man, look, get in there and try it. 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. every single day. Seven days a week, and I'm telling you, uh, the, uh, the the years that I spent doing live broadcasts from Oceana and uh, watching folks again ooh and ah as the breakfast uh, would would come out and and, and look, uh, they got that pancake challenge you can do, but I'm just telling you, just the regular breakfast plate, when and that really means really all the dishes they bring out, it's overflowing with food. I mean, just overflowing with food. Uh, so breakfast from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. Lunch starts at 10 a.m. and goes all the way to 4 p.m. And then, of course, dinner is from.
from 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. until the party stops. They, they usually close about 1 a.m., but if, look, if they, if they got a crowd in there, they're going to stay up until, obviously, the crowd thins out. Cajun Creole dishes that are a delight for lunch and dinner. Uh, fantastic cocktails uh, by, again, some of New Orleans' great mixologists. Uh, come dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard, which, again, by the way, is dog-friendly. Um, five private rooms. That's right. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five private rooms for your next event. Can accommodate up, up to from 10 to 120 guests. I'm telling you, beautiful rooms as well. Um, you can uh, use those. Uh, they use those as an overflow also on days where they don't have an event. But Oceana can, Oceana can put on a party, okay? Oceana does a party for uh, those in the hospitality industry, uh, those workers, well, once or twice a year. And I'm telling you, uh, if you've ever been around for one of those parties, amazing. But I've seen, again, some of the parties they put on. Uh, if you're looking for a party in the quarter, you've got to think Oceana Grill. Uh, it's family-friendly. Perfect night, though, for, again, maybe a, a date night, maybe that first date. Uh, also, again, maybe trying to close that business deal. I can't tell you how many years of doing the, the remote. That again, I see uh, uh, guys, uh, you know, men and women coming in and you know closing these business deals. Perfect for that as well. Uh, if you want to find out more about the menu, about everything that is Oceana Grill, go to oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill, open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily, seven days a week. Is the best time off Bourbon Street, uh, no doubt about it. Best time off Bourbon Street, that's for sure. All right, um, some quick notes real quick before we go to uh, – and go, just let me know when we're ready for, uh, for Chris, um, uh, Rudy, if you, if you can get away from that birthday cake for about five seconds. Uh, but um, some really good news today on, on social media. Now, I, I use a grain of salt here, okay, because we'll see. But there are rumors out there now that the Saints have, have, st- have restarted contract talks with Jarvis Landry, and uh, that would be a huge addition uh, to the ball club. Really would complete the wide receiver position. Uh, I still believe they need a, uh, a veteran running back or a running back. Uh, a lot of kids like a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, draft picks like the kid they signed out of Baylor. Uh, but um, they're also, again, looking at Sony Michelle, uh, and he's supposed to come in for a visit with the Saints as well. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But, again, the, the, the rumor today is that Jarvis Landry and the Saints are, again, talking contract once again. And uh, he would follow again the Honey Badger and coming back to the and coming to the New Orleans Saints and uh, be a great way for both those guys to end their career and and, and really both at positions of need. Saints need another veteran wide receiver uh, for uh, for Jameis Winston and that they needed another leader and another a playmaker in that defensive backfield and they got one in in Tyron Matthew yesterday uh, signing his contract with the New Orleans Saints. All right, this is big. Love having this guy on the program. I don't get him enough, but, again, he's super busy. He consults with NFL teams on, on pro personnel, on the draft. He's been doing it for years. He's been on many, many coaching staffs, been in many, many draft rooms. I mean, he has done it, okay? A lot of people can talk about it. They can podcast about it. They can, they can have their, their, their own uh, you know, private draft guide. They can, they can do their mock drafts. This dude has done it and done it for a living. Uh, so happy to have former NFL scout and now consultant for NFL teams. Uh, Chris Landry joins us from Landry Football. Chris, how are you? Eric, I'm doing well. It's good to catch up with you again. Hope all is well with you and your listeners. All, all is well, my friend, and good to have you back on the program because I know how busy you are during the, during the draft season. And look, I'll, let's just start off with the New Orleans Saints. And, you know, again, I've been a little bit critical of, of going up and spending five picks on one player, but 
I do understand the need of Chris Olave at the um, at the wide receiver position. I just don't think you can do that year after year and, and, and that, that that be sustainable because it's in a lot of drafts between the second and fourth round, that's kind of the meat of the draft where you get a lot of really good players that can play a long time for you, get some pro bowlers. But this year was a, was a draft where they went up, uh, was able, were able to uh, get two number one picks, gave up next year's number one, next year's number two. Uh, but then again, doubled down on that to go get Chris Olave. First of all, your thoughts on Olave and your thoughts on the price they paid. Well, it, it, it really depends individually. And the Saints, for example, are a team that uh, everybody's draft board looks different. And so the amount of players that they really target and like that they feel are really good fits for their team are different than what you'd read out there in draft books or even on the Internet. Like even for me in doing consulting work, I, at LandryFootball.com, fans can get an overview of, of the players. And, but not every player is an ideal fit for every team. And, it, and I'm not talking about team needs. I'm talking about schematic fits. And I think that's missed a little bit. So a lot of what the Saints do is they, and, and a lot of teams do this. You know, I've done a lot of work with Belichick over the years, and he has 75 players on his draft board when it's all said and done. And, and so he's trying to get as many of those guys uh, as possible. So they obviously love Delave. Yeah, it's an expensive price, but it's a guy that they target. And one of the things that you try to do is if you set your draft board up and you evaluate players correctly and set your draft board up correctly, what you do is maximize getting as many players as possible. So what this tells me, and they've done this a lot, is they valued certain players a whole lot. I think it's also reflected that they probably think their team is really close, which we can debate that. They felt like they've been and have been, I think, pretty close for years. They're not necessarily one player away, but, but they, their board said to them, Alave, really big, really important, big drop-off from him to the next guy. And so that's kind of how they valued it. But Olave's an intriguing guy. He's a consummate pro. I think he's very polished guy. They have a long history of because of their area scout and their confidence level with the that area scout, um, you know, with Ohio State guys. It, it, it's a savvy route runner. He's got good instincts and intelligence as a route runner. He's got tremendous deep speed. And they're looking to – to have more of a vertical stretch with Winston. Winston is not as good in the underneath stuff. He is more, particularly when you can move the safeties out of the middle of the field, man, you've got some real good one-on-one matchups. So that's why they valued him so much, why he brings, you know, really good value to their team. Chris Landry, Landry Football, and Landry's gonna, and Chris can tell us all about his great site, which, I, again, I'll tell you right now, you should subscribe to uh, when we finish up our interview today. Trevor Penning, uh, offensive tackle, Northern Iowa, with the 19th pick in the first round. That was their second first-round pick. The, the biggest question I get every day, Chris, is, is he plug-and-play? Yeah, they, they, look, taking him there, he better be. I mean, at least they're counting on it. And, and let me just tell you, you know, for folks, a little bit about him. He's I think he's got upside at an offensive tackle. I, he is not athletically as gifted as Teron Armstead. And Teron came out of Arkansas State. You knew left tackle athleticism. And, you know, it, to me, he started quicker and, and, and played well quicker for the Saints 
than I thought he would. But but it's also at the time with Drew Brees and the quick release game, it it aided that process. With with Trevor, he's not as gifted athletically, not as gifted. Um, but he is to me a um, a physical, even I would say violent offensive tackle, and violent in a good way. Um, you know, I think that his footwork, natural ability to move his feet uh, and stay frontal is not as good. Um, I know I see him as a guy that can play left tackle. Um, other people that I work with in the league and teams see him as maybe more of a right tackle. They drafted him to be an early starter at left tackle. So there's a little bit of a leap of faith there. Uh, again, we'll see whether they hit it or not, but you know, he's a guy that can play both spots, but obviously they need him at, le- at, at, at left tackle pretty early to be successful, not just because of where he played from, but, but because his development from a technique standpoint, he's got a ways to go. But they've also had success, as I mentioned, with the with Armstead from a smaller school situation and got him to play pretty quickly. Different situation, quarterback here that they're playing with holds the ball a little longer. You're going to mm-hmm. need to be more effective with seven-step drops. I mean, you know, uh, can't quarterback can't move as well, so it's a, it's a different dynamic that they're trying to get out of this guy, but he needs to hit. Of course, they're also counting on coaching as well, right? I mean, Doug Marone comes back. He's, a, he's been a, a, an offensive line guru. Uh, and, you know, we understand I think the kid is really good at run blocking, pass blocking, as you mentioned, is maybe not his forte as of yet. Uh, so, again, how quickly he can round in is what it's, what it's going to But there is a option there with James Hurst, right? There is, and I think that's, you know, maybe where they kind of figure this in and say, look, they wanted to get him on the field early, but – you know, they they also understand that it'll take some time and maybe they can uh, work things a little bit. And James does give them a, a little more flexibility than they've had maybe in other situations. Chris, the, the, the head scratcher for a lot of us was at 49, going with Elante Taylor, the cornerback out of Tennessee. Uh, we heard all, all through, the all through again, the, the draft process, Saints wanted the top 40, one of the three of the top 49 players in the draft. And, and everything that I went back to, to research, as most of my colleagues did, he was looked at as a fourth-round pick. Where did you have him, and what are your thoughts on the pick? Well, there again, uh, where did I have him for whom? Remember, it's it's scheme-specific. So sure. let's drill down into Taylor. Taylor is, first of all, improved a great deal from last year to this past football season. So he's improved a lot. What he is, he's a size, length, pure speed, outside corner. Okay, he's not a great change of direction. He's a press man guy. He can turn and run. He's not going to be a real good fit if you're going to play a ton of zone. Uh, He's not going to be a guy that's going to be a real effective inside if you have to play him there to deal with the two-way goes. But what are they looking for? They want guys that can play press and, and, you know, not so much press fail, but a lot of press, but, and then also turn and run. And he's got size, length, and speed. So that's what you, if you're looking for somebody that's going to play in a little more zone looks, a little, then he's not going to be right this high. So this is a case of I use this analogy a lot because people can relate to this a little more. It's like going on a car lot. Well, I mean, 
there's a great looking SUV. There's a great four by four. There's a sports car. There's a sedan. There's a minivan. They got all sorts of stuff. Well, what do you want in your vehicle? Well, I mean, who are you? You got four kids. You need a soccer to, to soccer practice, or you just two of you. you I mean, what, what is it? This is the 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 beauty and maybe the misunderstanding of the draft is how do you value a player's skill set? So whether this guy's a really good player or not, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I know what he is. He's a really good player, but how he's utilized mm-hmm. clearly tells me how, why they liked him more. So you really can't look at overall and say, well, he's a really good, he's not as ranked as some other guy. Well, half those other guys can't do what this guy can do. And what they want him to do is to play a particular style or scheme. So did they evaluate it correctly? Are they going to utilize them correctly? We'll see, which is why Eric, you cannot, as much as people love to do it, I hate right. to be the wet blanket at the party. You know, the the way, the only way you evaluate drafts or recruiting classes are three years yes. after they take yep. place. Because you no don't doubt. know who's going to be there. You don't know who's going to be healthy. Uh, there's a reason. I mean, I'm going to tell you, the Detroit Lions, and not to poke at Detroit Lions, and, you know, the the, the Jets, and a lot of folks have had good drafts in past years. Mm-hmm. Good draft grades, but they change styles, they change schemes, and lo and behold, a great draft that they had three years ago doesn't really fit what they want now. Man, they drafted a quarterback that's really good. Man, they love him. Well, they can't pass protect. They don't have a defense, so the guy's constantly playing from behind. So, so it's not just about a a static draft or recruiting classes. How you develop, how you build around them, and I, I listen. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. I had him ranked at 49. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But when I try to do this, and I provide a lot of this analysis on Landry football, I try to explain how this is not for everybody, every team. A corner for Bill Belichick is going to be a different than a corner for Pete Carroll. A linebacker is different for Bill Belichick than Pete Carroll, for example. So it's understanding that most people just – they listen to the guys on TV, uh, read it, that say, well, this is the, the fifth best corner. He should have taken that guy. Well, that guy is the sports car that you're trying to buy for your farm. Now, everybody understands, I don't want a darn sports car if I'm going to be driving on a travel road in a farm. Sure. I want to pick up. So a lot of that, I think, is we'll find out two or three years from now how it's a fit. Um, that's the best way I can explain it. Right, sure. DeMarco Jackson, linebacker at App State. Uh, what did yeah. they? What kind of line? What did they get out of him? Well, he's a little small for the position, and and I think he gets swallowed up by by bigger long arm blockers. But very very productive college player makes a lot of splash plays. He is uh, he is great special teams guy. Uh, he's a guy that plays well in space. Um, they'll play him on the weak side. They'll play him on special teams. Obviously, going to be off the ball and be a good sideline to sideline player more speed is what they're looking for that's what they they feel they got out of the app state product how about jordan jackson out of air force who again doesn't have doesn't have the has a deferment so he has the ability to come right to camp and can can play for the saints this year you know uh he's not quite big enough to be that two gap guy but i like his size and he's got decent bursts off the line of scrimmage to, to get some some pressure. I think he's got uh, really good athleticism. What they really love, they were surprised the Saints were, 
in the pro day there in, in terms of his athletic, athletic movements. Uh, I think he's going to compete for a backup and be a practice squad guy coming out of camp. That's the ideal there. Uh, 6'5", 285 with some growth room with pretty good quickness. So is he going to be a quality starter for them um, down the road? I can't, I can't uh, say that for certain, but I see he's, that he's going to be a good rotation guy, and I'm curious to see where he develops probably on the developmental squad. Although, don't rule out making the, the, the squad because I don't know mm-hmm. if he plays well enough in camp. It may be hard to get him through waivers. Just, just a couple of undrafted free agents who have been mm-hmm. asked about. Abram Smith uh, out, of, out of Baylor, is, is he a guy that might be able to make this roster? Maybe. You know, he doesn't have a lot of wiggle. Um, you know, he's he's a straight-line speed guy. He doesn't have gate change of direction. He is a zone scheme runner, and he's got to get downhill, hit it hard, hit it fast, and, and he, he's very good at that. Um, but he's not a change of direction guy. He's not a guy that's going to be a good cutback runner. Um, but I do think he can compete, you know, um, behind – you know Ingram and and mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a there's a possibility there. Okay, how about Lucas Crawl, the uh, tight end out of, out of Pittsburgh? Yeah, it's good. You know, baseball player originally liked his frame. Uh, he stopped played at Florida a little bit and uh, at Pitt. He's look. He's he didn't go to the combine. He was one of the guys that we kind of missed that that I wanted to get in, but he did. He runs very very well, and he's got a huge wingspan, and he's got explosiveness. Ten foot broad jump guy. He's got the size. He's got straight line speed. He's a little bit older. He's a, he's a developmental prospect. He has some work to do as a blocker, but he's a willing guy. He's not a great receiver, you know, in terms of route running and understanding some of those concepts, he's, but he's got natural traits. Um, I think an intriguing guy and I think an ideal practice squad guy, that's the high end for him. And the last one as far as undrafted free agents, Smoke Monday out of Auburn. Well, Smoke is is really intriguing guy in that he's obviously played a lot of high-end ball. He's got good size. He plays good uh, as an on-the-ball player. A lot of energy. Um, uh, Doesn't take plays off. He's really good, though, and we just talked about the zone man. He's more of a zone cover guy, and a lot of the combo coverages where they play, he's a read the quarterback, break on the ball, work underneath where he can use his instincts, uh, he doesn't have great hips or fluidity um, to be able to cover and carry, say, a tight end or a back consistently. But plays with a ton of passion, uh, a ton of energy. He's going to be a really good special teams player. I'd be surprised if he's not. The fit with Tyron Matthew with this team coming over now uh, after nine years in the, in the NFL uh, as they're starting what looks like it's going to be their, their starting free safety. Well, listen, I thought overall they played pretty well in coverage, probably better than maybe they get credit for. What I think Tyron can do is provide some playmaking ability underneath. Um, you know, they got a little bit of a hole at the spot because obviously, you know, um, at the at the Malcolm Jenkins spot is um, he's a playmaker. Tyron mm-hmm. ideally is not what you'd call a pure cover guy. What he does, he makes plays in coverage. What's the difference? Well, he's not a guy that's going to latch on to a receiver, cover him down. But what he is, use his instincts, play with the ball towards the quarterback where he can break on the ball. He's an effective blitzer in the box. He's effective breaking on underneath routes. And he's a creating turnover-type machine. 
I think he can step in front, you know, create fumbles. I mean, a lot of different things that he can do. So the playmaking ability, you know, look, they're going to miss him in um, in Kansas City's defense, and I mm-hmm. think that it's a potential uptick in the big playability defensive-wise with him in there. So, but you know, I'm curious to see kind of how the other safety positions stack out, how they play, how their sub packages, nickel packages look. That's going to have a lot to do with it because if you don't allow for him to be able to freelance and make plays, then he's much less of a player. And you you don't want him unless you allow him to be Mm -hmm. able to be free, to be able to attack and make plays. That's what he does. That's where he's going to make his hay. A lot of rumors about Jarvis Landry and the Saints reopening up contract talks. What, What type of fit do you think he is with the Saints if he ultimately signs there? You know, Jarvis doesn't run well, but he catches well. He works underneath very well. I think there are going to be some other options. I, I like it. I'm fine with it. But, again, it's not as, as you know, not as simple as, well, he's like the guy. And he's another LSU guy. Louisiana mm-hmm. fans sure. love that. I, I get it. But it's not about getting an LSU guy. It's about getting the best guy that you need. And I, I think what they have to look at is, you know, there's a lot of things that you like. But the contract has to make sense. And I'm not yes. talking about cap room, which is mm-hmm. a factor with the yeah, Saints. But sure. it's about, you know, you can't pay a guy, and I'm just going to use fake numbers. You can't pay a guy that's worth five, and I'm not talking million. or I'm just, mm-hmm. You can't pay a guy that's worth five, six, just to get him. Mm-hmm. You know, because then the guy that's worth six has got to make seven. The guy that works seven, mm-hmm. and then all True. of a sudden you got a team that just doesn't work. So I think the right price incentive, I think that – you know, ideally, if I'm going to be honest, it would have been better under the the when Drew Brees was there and a guy mm-hmm. like that because underneath routes, I think can be real effective. I think Michael Thomas can do that. Having Jarvis on the other side would make a lot of impact. What they want to do now is go more vertical or at least stretch the field so they can open up the underneath. So the role would be for him if they got him at the right price would be okay, you're going to run vertical stretch. It's going to create a lot of openings in the middle. And then, you know, what James James has got to do is be a little bit quicker with the reads, get the ball out accurately on time, and then you've got maybe something there. But I think it's it's got a marginal fit, maybe even a good fit at the right price. Chris, this uh, this the, the the Saints are betting on themselves by again trading out of, uh, trading out of, out of next year's first and second rounds, uh, getting those picks this year. Uh, they're betting they're going to be a playoff team. They're betting they're going to be a team that's going to contend for a, an NFC Championship. Where do you have them? Well, as I kind of look at things and I look at the off season, and I'm working on stuff like that now, and as we got basically most of the personnel moves done. Um. I think they can compete in the division. First of all, I think Carolina's still got work and has still got quarterback issues. Atlanta's still not very good, although I think they've done some positive things. Tampa's still the team to beat, um, in my view. But I think the Saints are pretty good and are competitive. I think that, you know, they would be a team with that, since we added a playoff team uh, in each conference a couple of years ago. I think that they're a team that can be that. Do I think can they make the playoffs potentially? Yes. Do I think they are a go deep into the playoffs type of team and a real threat? To, no, I don't. Uh, I think we're going to need to see 
quarterback play from Jameis. A one, stay healthy. And I know people were rightly excited about what they saw in the snapshot of his play last year. But, you know, the one thing about Jameis is, you know, I, unfortunately for him and for the Saints, they didn't have him for an entire year. If they had him for an entire year last year and he played the entire year, we'd have seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and we could have said, hey, look. And the Saints could have said, yay or nay. Based upon the short sample size, it was yay. We need to bring him back. But it was a bit of a gamble, and I know they looked at other options. But the reality yes. is Jamison can make plays. It's not about the plays you make. It's the plays that you don't make. And it's the plays that Jamison makes negatively that has killed him throughout his career. Can he continue to maybe make some positive plays while reducing the mistakes? Because you can't make up for the mistakes that he's made. It's a killer. And if that is not consistent throughout 17 games plus, then their season's going to be maybe worse than what they thought or a lot better. And it's going to be tied to, well, tied to a lot of things, health and whatnot, but it's going to be tied to, not the plays that Jamison can make. It's the play, the negative plays that he avoids. That's going to be the variable to determine how good this team can be. Can they be average? Can they be good? Can they be really good? And maybe be that team that makes the playoffs and maybe, you know, a couple of more wins than Landry thinks that they can win right now. That's <laughs> going to all be tied to him. Yep, no doubt. Chris, always a pleasure. Now, why don't you take a few minutes, if you would, tell folks about Landry Football, what you do, and then, again, how the public can get involved by subscribing to all the great information that you're putting out each and every day. Well, we appreciate it. LandryFootball.com was started a few years ago to give access to the fans to a coaching and scouting perspective on the game of football. College football, the NFL, we cover everything from recruiting to, obviously, college football personnel, college football teams, players, coaches, teams, and obviously the same thing with the NFL, evaluating NFL players, the draft as we just talked about. Uh, we provide all that. Uh, I'm involved in consulting work for college teams, for NFL teams on all of those topics, do a lot of coaching search work. So you can get one-stop shopping football at LandryFootball.com. You can get the podcast that we do. You can get all the notebooks every day that gives you all the inside information as well as the breakdowns. We get breakdowns of every team's draft picks. Just went over the Saints. Every unrestricted free agent signing, every draft pick detailed more than we're able to get into today. I'm too long-winded uh, as it is. So you get a lot more details about scouting film room analysis of all of these players and every other team's draft picks, as well as obviously breakdown of the college game already into next year's draft, which is going to evolve over time. So it's one-stop shopping football. I can tell you this, if you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. You're going to see it through a different lens. It's very inexpensive. It's less than $10 a month, and it's cheaper than that if you try it out for a full year. So mm -hmm. uh, it's like having your own scouting department or coaching department for less than a magazine subscription. No doubt about it. LandryFootball.com and, of course, uh, at LandryFootball on Twitter. Am I right? That's correct. You got it. They're beautiful. Chris, thanks for the time as always. Look forward to chatting with you down the line. Appreciate the expertise as always. Oh, man, thanks for having me. Good to catch up with you. Talk soon. Take care. You got it. That's Chris Landry again doing a great job with Landry Football, uh, LandryFootball.com. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, in the market for a generator, and why wouldn't you be? We live in South Louisiana, right? Uh, generator sales and service are their business. Uh, again, uh, they'll, they're generators now. 
that are in their warehouse in, in Mandeville waiting to be installed in your home or your business. Uh, Jason Burkhardt is in charge of the generator sales and service division. A lot of times you'll get Jason. They'll come out to your home, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator. When uh, when the electricity goes out and you need to power up that home or business, how much, what are you looking for? How much do you need? Uh, and then, of course, once you come to an agreement, uh, single-day install. Put you down on the calendar for a single-day install. Remember, financing available for, for generators. You can pay the low rate every single month so it won't crush your pocketbook. Also, the new install quality check after one month is something they do for all their customers. It's part of the customer service pledge. And then, of course, comes the emergency service. 24-7, 365. Hey, you need emergency service. They're there for you. Even again and after the storm, when things die down and your, your generator's out, they have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. No excuses. Get you up and running. Get you up and running quickly. When it comes to generator sales and service, it's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. ACPromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. Looking for a place to start your Cinco de Mayo celebration? Why don't you start it over at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant in Metairie, where right now it's two-for-one margaritas. If you're in the quarters, stop by Mambo's, where it's two-for-one margaritas. Uh, and, of course, that's every Thursday over at uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, where you get two-for-one margaritas as part of, again, their, uh, their happy hour. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Need to hire? Need Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates in one place. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are going to be solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays are solid on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high-rise. 10 westbound delays are steady from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Causeway to Power. On the 610 on the westbound side, the delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And in the meantime, look out for accidents. Josephine at South Claiborne, also North Claiborne at Lazardi, also New Orleans Street at Benefit, and St. Bernard at North Claiborne. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 
467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Don't miss Luke Combs at the New Orleans Jazz Fest on May 5th, only at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. For more info and tickets, visit nojazzfest.com. Own Flow Tribe. They'll be at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival tomorrow. Get out there and enjoy in the fest. Of course, today is Cinco de Mayo. Over at Mambo's, you get two for one margaritas. 411 Bourbon Street, three floors of what I'm saying, most beautiful bur- restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, first of all, the menu, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. The cocktails, absolutely outstanding by some of, again, New Orleans' great mixologists. Uh, and then, of course, uh, it's 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 an all-in-one in the building. I mean, it's amazing. It really is. Downstairs, as you walk in, the picture windows overlook Bourbon Street. You can get right out those picture windows and, you know, kind of see what's going on with the craziness of Bourbon Street. Maybe that's not your thing. Head to the back of the restaurant, uh, and there's an authentic French Quarter courtyard for you. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Take the elevator. At least I'm doing that. You can take the stairs if you'd like. Go to the second floor. As the doors open up again, to, to your right is nothing but great seating. Uh, to the left is a beautiful bar. And then you walk out onto, again, a Bourbon Street balcony where you can enjoy, again, cocktails, a meal, etc. cetera. Uh, when you finish up there, head on over to the elevator to the stairs. Take it to the third floor. When you come out, it opens up. The, the doors open up to, again, on, on, the, on the right side uh, is, is, again, great seating. And then as you turn to the left, you look out, you see Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Absolutely spectacular. And, of course, the food, the cocktails, the fun. It's just a, a perfect night out with friends, romantic 
to get away. Maybe you want to have your next event. Maybe it's a delicious meal with family. Maybe you're trying to close that business deal. It's Mambo's. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. They're open late. And, of course, you can check out the entire menu at MamboNola.com. When you finish up, right next door is the Hideout Bar. Uh, 300-year-old building. It might be long, might be older than 300-year-old building, okay? Just an older New Orleans, again, French Quarter building. Got a beautiful courtyard in the back. Uh, music every single night. Live music every night. Cocktails. Also uh, food available there. Uh, you can make your next memory on Bourbon Street at Bombos and the Hideout Bar right there in the 400 block of Bourbon Street, 411 Bourbon Street. Remember today, for, uh, for Cinco de Mayo, uh, two-for-one margaritas over at Mambo's. All part of the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's, and, of course, the Hideout Bar. And, look, they are involved in a lot. The Beta Brothers are involved in a lot more stuff than just that. Uh, but, uh, again, get out there and enjoy, again, one of the, one of the Oceana family of restaurants. I want to thank Chris Landry for joining us in the program. Always good to have Chris on the show. Wish I could have him more. He's just so involved in, the, again, the consulting work that, uh, that again, it's hard to get him on uh, more than maybe a few times a year. But uh, Landry football is a great way to be able to keep up what's going on with the NFL and college football, especially if you're a fanatic. If you really, really, uh, you know, in, are into it, you can get a lot of great information there. And, of course, look, it was really good to see today uh, the reports that Jarvis Landry uh, and, and the Saints have kind of re-stoked re, uh, those uh, contract talks. Uh, I, I think he's a perfect fit because, again, I've said before that the risk of being redundant for those that listen on a day-in, day-out basis, we have no idea who Michael Thomas is. Michael Thomas has not st- stepped foot on a football field uh, and gotten hit in two years. Okay, so who, do we know who he is? We know who he was. He's one of, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. But do we know who he is? At the very least, Jarvis is an insurance policy that if Michael goes down, you've got another veteran receiver that can run the same route tree as Michael. Uh, if, if he's not, if he is on the field, you put him on the opposite side, and as, and as you heard Chris mention a little bit earlier, he's going to run a lot of those underneath routes for you. Uh, he's got, again, his catch radius is, is great. He doesn't drop footballs. He is, he is, again, has great hands, and he's going to give confidence to Jameis Winston to throw the ball underneath. Look, he didn't do it last year, and there's a reason why he didn't do it last year, okay? And when we talked about it during the year, look, I'm, I, I still go back and I, I contend this. The reason why Jameis Winston got injured was he felt like, again, he had pressure to move the sticks. Uh, and they, they, were, they were getting into a situation where receivers were not getting off the jam, receivers were not getting open, he was hesitating in throwing the ball, he refused in some cases to throw the ball in tight windows because he didn't trust those receivers, uh, and they had to upgrade that position. You know, Michael Thomas coming back now. Hopefully, Alave can be a, pl- a plug-and-play NFL-type receiver. We think he is. Uh, you got Deontay Hardy, who, again, I hope they don't overuse because he's more of a specialty-type uh, type player. Callaway is going to be better. There's no doubt Callaway is going to be better. Now, again, what role will he play is going to be interesting. But he's going to be better simply because he's not going to get the attention that he got last year. He's going to feel like nobody's covered him this year based on, again, what he saw last year in terms of coverage. And then you add a guy like a Jarvis Landry and all of a sudden now you're set at the wide receiver position, in my opinion. Traquan Smith, still on the team, still going to contribute. He's more of a blocking guy downfield, uh, and, and there's, there's a place for him on this roster. But, I mean, again, when you're trying to bring, you know, resurrect Kevin White or you know, bring an Aesop Winston to the mix or, you know, with all due respect to Jalen McCleskey, you know, if the, you know, these are the guys you're trying to put on the field. You know, little Jordan Humphrey, I mean, and who, again, I thought made strides, but come on, man. 
they've got to get a veteran presence out there to be able to go along with Michael Thomas. And hopefully, again, if it's not Jarvis Landry, it's someone else that they get a veteran. But, again, I'm, I'm excited about the prospect of him coming in. And let me tell you something right now. I said this yesterday. Uh, I, I'm looking at the secondary depth chart. And if, if there's a better secondary in the NFL, it's like Bum Phillips used to say. They don't take time to call the rule, right? Uh, Matthew at, 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 at free safety, uh, uh, Marcus May at strong safety, uh, Lattimore at, at, at the right corner, and, of course, um, you've got uh, uh, Paulson at the left corner. Um, you've got uh, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, again, playing the nickelback. And then, all, you know, off the bench, it's, it's Roby. It's uh, P.J. Williams. Dan- Daniel Sorensen, again, who was a spot player that you kind of play when you want to go with a big nickel. Uh, again, he's also a special teams player. Um, you know, uh, JT Gray has played well in spots for them when you've had to use him, but you really want to use him on, on special teams. Uh, the, the new kid, Taylor, coming in, we'll see how he fits. But, again, th- they are set when it comes to the defensive backfield now. So interesting, again, uh, as they go forward. The other thing is I'm, I'm watching now to see what's happening with Zion Williamson. You know, he, what he said, he goes, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't sign the extension fast enough. And then all of a sudden uh, – David Griffin met the media the other day, and he's already putting the reins on it, saying that, look, I, I, I'm, we're more worried about him getting healthy than trying to sign, the, the again, the max extension. Now, what does that mean? Is that code for, hey, maybe the max extension is not going to be exactly what Zion wants? And when, when I, what I mean by that is that there are going to be protections in there for, for the club, and they rightly should be, especially after a guy has only played 85 games in his career. You know, again, Joel Embiid had those had those protections for the club in his uh, in his max contract, and there's no reason why again a guy that like like Zion should not agree to the same. Here's the beautiful thing about it all, ladies and gentlemen: if for some reason he balks and says no way, he goes, I'm not doing it, I'm not signing it, I'm I'm, I'm going to sign a straight up contract. Uh, if he decides that that's not going to happen, uh, you're in a situation where ultimately you can move him. This is no longer a one-man team. This is no longer a team that you got to, that, that uh, revolves around Zion Williamson. This is a team, if, again, as Sean Vazan put it on the uh, on the award-winning inside the Wall of Sports today, that is that now Brandon Ingram's team. And look, that could be shared by a bunch of different people, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be Brandon Ingram's team, but I think it's more of again a team where it's not just one guy anymore. Uh, you have a you have multiple players that are contributing here. You know, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Larry Nance. Are they are they going to re up him? Uh, he's in the last year of his deal. I think you need to extend him, right? You know, what happens to Garrett Temple? Does he go into the front office? Uh, you know, are, are you you know let Tony Snell go into free agency? Open up that spot. You got the eighth pick in the draft right now. Could that move up to the first, second, or third pick, which would be incredible? What about Jackson Hayes? Are you going to give him an extension going forward? Because next year is again is the last year of his deal, and then and then there is a team option in the following year. Uh, so, again, some things that have to be able to be figured out uh, in terms of the roster because there's not that many roster spots available. But, again, based on what David Griffin and Trajan Langa did last this past season, you've got to feel comfortable once again. They're going to push the right buttons. They did. They transformed this team in one year into a contender, with, again, with a trajectory moving upward. So, again, exciting times for the, for the New Orleans Pelicans. But this is going to be the, the interesting thing this summer. Uh, would, will they sign an extension with him? And if they are, will it be a straight extension or will there be some parameters in that extension to protect the club? And then the other thing is something I've said over and over again. I said it last year, and I'll say it again. Uh, Zion has to get in the gym. He's got to be able to get his weight under control, and he's got to be able to keep that weight under control. I mean, that means, again, changing his lifestyle. And, look, you're talking about a big guy, right? It's hard to do. 
Uh, but again, you got he's got millions at stake here. And then the other thing is expanding his game. Look, at least for this year, a mid-range jump shot. Next year, work on the three-point shot, right? But get that mid-range jump shot again that you can where you can work the around around the uh, around around the, uh, the the key and knock down that mid-range. And then of course, my other thing is you got to be a double-digit uh, rebounder. So we'll see again how Zion works on his game. And if he works on his game and he's all bought in, man, look, he's only going to make this team better. And we'll see how it plays out when, go, when they go forward. Hey, folks, don't forget about Burkhart. Come home tonight and the AC's not working. Just want to remind everybody that Burkhart has after-hour service for you. They always answer the phone. And they'll send somebody out no matter what time it is to get you up and running. Uh, it doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or business. Burkhart has you covered. It's acpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All are open late and all are open seven days a week. We'll be right back. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Jamie's Log. Progressive. The Harrington's Backyard. Day 11, 4.43 a.m. The tent I set up in the Harrington's Backyard to prove Progressive has 24-7 protection has a rip in it. But a little rain won't stop me. Mrs. Harrington says she totally understands 24-7 protection means 24-7. Gonna stay a few more days to make sure. It's hailing now. That's fun. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection. Just not literally from Jamie. 
Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever, brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic deals on Mother's Day gifts. Moms are the best and deserve the best, which is why I went to Kohl's and got Nike tees for under 30 bucks, jewelry for just $19.99, and slippers for under 17 bucks. Leave it to you to find all the savings. What can I say? Like mother, like daughter. Did I mention you can get an extra 15% off or even more with a Kohl's card? Your mom would be so proud. Select styles, Nike Sailors May 8th. Coupons do not apply. 15% off rents May 15th. Some exclusions apply. See storeacles.com for details. Hi, this is Chloe Fisher Barris with Fisher and Sons Jewelers. As Mother's Day approaches, we all want to find that special way to express our love and appreciation to our moms for all their years of dedication, love, and support. Give mom the classic, elegant, stylish look of pearls. Fisher and Sons Jewelers wishes all our mothers happy Mother's Day. Fisher & Sons Jewelers at 5101 West Esplanade in Metairie, where the unusual is commonplace. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Gary Smith, Mike Scarborough, Chris Landry. Happy birthday to Rudy Dixon. Coming up next is Michael Green and Ken Trahan with the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour. Al Dupuy will join them. Thanks to our sponsors. Because uh, our sponsor, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, all are open seven days a week for you. Open now. I want to thank all of our, uh, our audience. also want to thank Sean um, um, Vazena, Fox 8 Sports, for joining us on the award-winning Inside the World Sports, which is coming up at 6 o'clock. We'll do it all over again tomorrow, starting at 4 o'clock for the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Have a great evening. Enjoy your Cinco de Mayo. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog kids to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 106.1.